All right, welcome back to Just Browsing, the podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Zach Jones, and here with my buddy, Matt. And we're here to break down the round of 32 for our best movie franchise of all time bracket. And uh, I think if you just want to dive in, we should just dive into the matchups, Matt. All right, we're diving in. So no, yeah. no trivia this time, just matchups. <laughs> well, so we're going to... so. We did a little uh, a bit of research on any forgotten franchises. Oh, that's right. That's right. So here's a few that we found. Um, nothing, you know, out of this world, but we did come up with Alvin and the Chipmunks, for all of you little Chipmunk fans. Barbershop actually is a franchise with more than three movies. The Grudge, which no one cares about. Jumanji actually breaks into the movie franchises because of the old Robin Williams one, followed by Zathura, and then the two new Jumanjis with... Uh, the Rock and, uh, you know, that little short guy that's not very funny. Kevin Hart. Yeah, that guy. Which, by the way, quick sidebar, you were explaining to me that Zathura was considered part of the Jumanji franchise right before we started this. For anyone else out there who was like me and had no earthly idea what that movie was, it was called Zathura, A Space Adventure. It came out in 2005, and somehow that's in the Jumanji franchise. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd never heard of that until today. And then we got the Lego movies, which are obviously fantastic and might win some brackets if you're smart. Men in Black, because of the newest movie. And then Tremors. Those are which a, is a great franchise. Those are a few forgotten franchises. Um, I don't necessarily see them really breaking too much on anyone's brackets. Maybe Jumanji would or Men in Black. but Yeah, those were a few that... If we had thought of them, we could have included them, but really... They would have been like 14, 15, or 16 seats. Yeah, and I mean, when we're breaking this down, we already have 64 franchises that are super well-known, very popular, right. very successful franchises. I don't think any of those deserve to beat out or replace any of the ones we already have. Maybe Medea with Men in Black or Jumanji, but... Like yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks, in my opinion, doesn't deserve to be. Yeah, in there. I don't think anyone's uh, anyone's out there just really pulling for Alvin and the Chipmunks over no. Hunger Games or something. I agree. But with that being said, let's get into our first matchup in the round of thirty-two. So let's see who our first Sweet Sixteen member is. I think it's going to be pretty easy uh, between Star Wars and the Hunger Games. We both had those those two in uh, moving on. So I went with Star Wars. Uh, to me, that's pretty easy. It's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, we can quickly move on again because, yeah, it, we don't need to talk about it. It's just that easy. Yeah, that's our first uh, round two matchup in the East region there, uh, round of 32, Star Wars versus The Hunger Games. Nothing against The Hunger Games. I really like that franchise. I think they're really good movies, but they just don't have anything on Star Wars. I don't think they're in the same league. So that's a pretty easy selection for me. That's my favorite franchise of all time. So Star Wars moving on to the Sweet 16 for me. Yeah. So no disparity there. No. Then we get to our first, you know, matchup where we had issues uh, last week with Paranormal Activity and National Lampoon. I went with National Lampoon. Um, so they'll be going toe-to-toe against Alien and... As much as I love National Lampoon, I had to give Alien the nudge on this one. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's another one of those just iconic movie franchises. The way they shot the movies, I mean, just the scenes that come out of the... It's, it's just, I'd much rather watch an Alien movie than a National Lampoon unless it's, you know, Christmas time. I'm not going to watch Alien. I'm going to watch yeah. National Lampoon, but yeah, any other day of the week. If you would have picked National Lampoon over Alien, I would have looked at you like you were fucking high but yeah that's a good decision um <laughs> i had on that matchup that that was one of the the very first times that matt and i actually disagreed on one of our matchups from the first round i actually had paranormal activity beating national lampoon to go on and face the alien franchise so in my bracket it's paranormal activity going up against alien and i like the paranormal activity movies uh i think they're pretty good found footage horror movies but i think the alien franchise is just much much stronger on on average the first two are really really excellent i think the immediate sequel is one of the best sequels ever made and i think the prequels like the new ones they've been making have not been exactly raved upon by critics but they're still really visually stunning movies super entertaining to watch and 
the xenomorph or whatever they call it from the alien movies is one of the most iconic movie villains ever and yeah i I think this one's pretty easy for me i went alien over paranormal activity yep i yeah another easy one yeah so uh moving on down still in the east region um second round i think we agreed on this one so we have the same two matchups here we got mad max versus x-men and this one was one of the first ones i had to in the second round here kind of take a second and think about i went with x-men i just think x-men has more movies that are better i mean they have more movies total but i just think there there are more movies in the x-men franchise that are like decent to really good than the mad max movies i think mad max obviously has you know like i said on our last episode that most recent one mad max Fury road is one of the best movies ever made but the other three unless you're really going out of your way to watch them i don't think i'd rather sit down and watch mad max than any really any of the x-men movies i think all the x-men movies even the bad ones are pretty entertaining and with x-men too you got Logan in there, which we've discussed, is one of the Phenomenal best superhero movie. movies ever made. Yeah. So, yeah, this one, to me, I went X-Men over Mad Max. I agreed. Um, you know, same ideas there. One of the biggest things is I love Deadpool. I think he's just an iconic... I don't even know if I'd call him a superhero because he doesn't necessarily do, like, superhero It's kind of like an anti-hero, I guess. He's like an anti-hero yeah. that, like, works with heroes but just does his own shit to revenge yeah. some type of thing that happened to him. Yeah. But he's just, he's hilarious. I love that. And then, yeah, Logan, I mean, it brings the end. Oh, spoiler alert. It brings the end to probably the most iconic X-Men of all time. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, Hey, quick question for you. What did you think of Deadpool two? I liked it. It, I don't know. Deadpool one is, just the original Deadpool is going to be hard to match up against. Yeah, just I think the first one is vastly superior. The second one was okay. When when Taya and I went to see it, she was not a fan of the second one. And we I both th- really liked the first one. I think the storyline was just a little darker. It wasn't as yeah. funny that yeah. kind of got you, you know. I mean, there was funny scenes in it, but you had, you know, a kid that was getting bullied on and, and picked on. And a guy that had lost his family. You know, so it's... It all tied together, and it's like, well, wait, this dude just lost his wife. This dude lost his wife and kid. This kid's an orphan and is getting bullied and, you know, mistreated. It's not like it was just an adult funny movie. It kind of tied in some serious things, and I liked the movie. There were still funny parts in it, but it kind of had that little darker edge to it if you kind of dissect it more. And Yeah, I thought there was just a lot going on. I think that was its the, the biggest thing against it is there was just – too much they made the plot overly complicated it seemed like with oil time travel and all that kind of stuff i thought josh brolin was pretty badass as the villain in that one and uh was he cable is that his name in that one yeah he's he's pretty badass as a a villain in that one but the first one i think is way better but yeah yeah, that was a little random sidebar on that one but yeah x-men we both have moving on over mad max so um with the next matchup there in the east region Here's another one where one of the, the, the franchises, I almost said teams, one of the franchises here in this matchup uh, we actually disagreed upon in round one. So I have Insidious versus Mission Impossible, whereas you have Mission Impossible versus The Mummy, I believe, right? You had yep. The Mummy going on. So on this one, I didn't think about it too long. I think the decision for me is pretty obvious. I went with Mission Impossible. I really like the Insidious movies, but I've only seen the first two. I think the first two are some of the best horror movies ever made. They're some of my favorite horror movies. But I've seen all, I think, six now of the Mission Impossible movies, and they're just awesome. I'd never get tired of watching those movies. And the as I was explaining in our last episode, they're literally getting better with every movie. The ratings get better in terms of the critic reception. So yeah, I just, I went with mission impossible. I'd, I'd much rather sit down and watch a, a badass like spy Tom Cruise movie. than get the shit scared out of me with this weird, like go to sleep in this other dimension and get tormented by demons <laughs> plot line. So that's just kind of where I landed with that one. Well, and on a side note with that, I don't know what I was watching or how it got brought up, but it, Tom Cruise got brought up about how he does his own stunts. Yeah, yeah. Well, in one of the Mission Impossible movies, I can't remember which one it is, he does a halo jump. 
which means you're jumping from that's the newest one. over 30,000 yeah. feet. And he, he actually does the jump in real, like it's a true stunt. He yeah. halo jumped. And I was reading about it, and he halo jumped into a lightning storm. <laughs> yeah, that's and, the scene in the movies. They go, they're going through the clouds, and they're so high, they go through a lightning storm. And right. like one of them gets electrocuted like midway through. Right, and, and you would watch that, and you would say... Like, ah, uh, you know, this is CGI. He's, you know, just jumped, like, off a 10-foot ledge onto a foam padding. He actually halo jumped with a specialized suit because you have to have oxygen to jump from that high. And you have to be extremely skilled to pull that stuff off. That, they, like, that's special ops type shit. And I, I was reading that. I'm like, all right, that's, that's pretty dope. But for my pick with Mission Impossible versus The Mummy... I went with the mummy. Oh shit! We got an upset here. I love the first two mummies. I know the Dragon Emperor and the newest one with Tom Cruise are not very good, but the Brendan Fraser ones, the original, you know, the Mummy and the Mummy Returns, are just—they're great. They're just great. I mean, you fight the army of Anubis, like, oh, Emotep, like they're, yeah. they're just so good. And you know, you could talk to my parents anytime the mummy was on. I was watching. Oh, that we're the same every way. time. Yeah, anytime it's on, you got Mission watch Impossible. It. I'll kind of scroll through, so I had to go with that's the an mummy interesting choice. That's a, that's an upset there because that's a ten over a two seed. Right? Yeah, the way we had it, that surprises me. I yeah, I, I disagree obviously on that one because I picked Mission Impossible. But you're dumb. I, I almost forgot too that Tom Cruise was in both franchises because I forgot almost for a second about that new Mummy movie, which. Like I said, uh, I think on our last episode, I just watched that new one on TV the other day, and it's not bad, but it's also not good either. I think it's, it's probably a step up from that Tomb of the Dragon Emperor one, wow, but it's also pretty easy to make. Step it's up also there. not nearly as good as the first two, but um, yeah, I don't know. To me, Mission Impossible's much more entertaining. I just I'd rather sit down and watch a Mission Impossible. Yeah, I just think the the first two mummies I've watched more than you know all of the Mission Impossibles. And yeah, that's fair. it'll probably continue to be that way. Just, yeah. Just because of how, you know, we grew up with those movies and... Yeah. They were They're just, great. They're they super great. entertaining. I love them. All right. Uh, you want to cover the next one? We're finally moving down to the yeah. West. So right we're here. moving on to the West. Um, for the first matchup, it looks like we both had the same. It's going to be Marvel versus Jaws. I think this is going to be a pretty quick and easy one. Marvel obviously takes a nod. Um, I think we touched on it last week. Jaws, the first movie was great, but then afterwards it just becomes more of a shark movie and you're kind of... Speaking of shark movies, side note, we totally forgot to throw Sharknado in to our oh, movie bracket franchise. Oh, that would have been perfect. Because they're already on like Sharknado 364, <laughs> so... Maybe we'll at some point do a whole bracket of like B-grade B- movie, like sci-fi franchises, because I bet you we can find a bunch of like mecha shark versus ultra tarantula yeah. or whatever they're doing nowadays yeah flying t- pterodactyl versus <laughs> yeah. you know underwater sea dragon yeah it's like how yeah. do these two ever meet and it's like, it's well, the third made. one keep yeah. in mind you they made three <laughs> yeah i think um marvel is the obvious choice here uh like we said last time it's the highest grossing franchise ever we don't see any any reason why this is going to slow down at any point the only reason it's not still dominating the box office this year is because the box office is non-existent because of the pandemic. But Marvel is just doing something that's never been done before in the history of Hollywood. And Jaws, the original, is one of the most iconic movies ever. And the, you know the music when the shark's coming up and the fin out of the water and all that stuff. It's an iconic movie. But literally no one cares about the sequels. No one ever talks about them. No one ever goes and re- rewatches them. Unless it's like Shark Week during the middle of the summer and AMC's showing them or something. But even then you don't want to watch them. Even then, I'm not watching. I'm not going to tune in for Jaws 3 and be just riveted yeah. the whole time. But like any Marvel movie, even the bad Marvel movie or quote unquote bad Marvel movies, I'm still going to watch. I've seen all of the Marvel movies multiple times. I don't, I don't care what it is. If it's Doctor Strange, if it's Ant-Man. Right. One of the you know lesser known characters i'm still gonna watch that movie when oh, yeah. it's on tv or if it's on disney plus or whatever they trap you they're great they're amazing and just the way they built the whole thing of like think about this for a second can you remember seeing the original avengers in 2012 when it came out and the teaser little teaser thing at the end of the movie was you know after the avengers defeat loki's invasion and everything 
that dude comes up to Thanos and he's talking about how we, we haven't been able to conquer earth cause they're unruly or whatever. And Thanos like turns around and smiles. And like, since then, eight years ago, we've all been wondering who the fuck is this giant purple dude yep. who's sitting on this big space throne out in the middle of space, just like overseeing all these chess pieces. And dude, there has never been a villain that has been built up more in a movie series, at least in my mind that I've ever seen so the expectations going into Avengers Infinity War, the first one, and then Endgame, were as high as they could possibly be, and they met or exceeded all of those expectations, which is oh, yeah. the most impressive thing I could possibly imagine for a movie franchise. Like, Thanos is going to go down in the top two or three greatest villains in movie history, hands down, not even close. I think the greatest, you know, we'll touch that real quick. I think you got to go with, uh, you know, Palpatine. Well, Vader, dude, you got to go Vader from Star Wars. Yeah, but Palpatine's like, I mean, Palpatine the was the villain. was the puppet master, but Vader's got the voice. He's got the iconic. Okay, so look we'll do a, and... a Vader slash Palpatine because they're in the same movie. Okay, okay. And then you got Voldemort. Voldemort's got to be considered, in and then and you'd Thanos. have to go Thanos. Right? I mean, Thanos literally snapped, and half the world was gone. Half the universe. Well, right, and we like the stakes could not be higher for and that dude. Besides, you know. Some people on Earth, the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. agency, they don't, you know, half the rest of the Earth doesn't realize what the fuck's happening. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy. So you're just sitting around with your friends. You and me are doing a podcast. All of a sudden, I dissolve into dust and float away, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Right, and then I go, well, I guess this became a solo podcast. <laughs> this this and... just real quickly became a solo podcast. I don't know what happened to Zach. I'm kind of shooting my pants, but... But yeah. hey, we're here still. Yeah, so it's got to be Marvel, dude. Oh, and, yeah. and they're at... I forget what the... The actual count was last. It's twenty something, twenty five. Twenty five movies. There's over two for the last twelve years. Multiple sequels already planned. I mean, they're dude. They're just gonna run the box office for the next. I don't know. Probably another decade at least. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that one we went Marvel over Jaws. I don't think that one's in much in dispute. No. And then we both had Rambo versus the Fast and Furious, and I think we both agreed that this was a tough decision. Yeah. Uh, I did go with Fast and Furious. I just think. That those movies are, they're, they're just you know it, it's become an iconic franchise. I think they're pushing the the bounds though with eight, nine, ten, twenty, thirty movies now that they're trying to sign <laughs> I up for. I think had they stopped after five or six, it would have been you know probably after Paul Walker passed away. I think we that would have been, been my decision, at, a, yeah. at a solid. Let's end the franchise here, and you know that would have been a great. I mean, it could have easily snuck into a two seed. Yeah, in my opinion, but so I did go with Fast and Furious. Nothing against Rambo. I'll always watch Rambo movies. Yeah, it's just Fast and Furious. Just there's something about it that I think the two of us agreed. They're more the Fast and Furious movies are more like culturally popular. Yeah. I, I would I would think than Rambo. Rambo has been around longer. They're really he's an iconic character, and I love the Rambo movies. If you're into action or war movies at all those movies are fantastic but fast and furious like this one was tough for me because i really do love rambo but i think fast and furious gets the nod because they're just really really entertaining movies i i i gave up after the seventh one the one you were talking about where where paul walker had passed away and they they wrote his character out of it kind of and I really thought they should have just ended it there, and it really annoyed the shit out of me that they just kept making them. So I kind of boycott. I made a decision to kind of boycott the rest of the franchise, but that's not saying anything against how much money those movies make, how entertaining they right. are. The big names they drew into the movies. Yeah, and I, I don't know. They kind of got stuck in this thing that happens to a lot of franchises where if you keep making them, you then have to keep upping the stakes every single time, and... It became that unrealistic. Gets, that becomes super absurd after a while. You know, they go from being very grounded, sort of action racing crime movies to now it's like, what are what are, am I watching a Marvel movie here? Like, what's right, happening? Like flying you know, car what, what are we across doing? a massive. Yeah, you know. And they basically just made the Rock's character like a superhero, and it's just right. So I don't know. It, it gets kind of annoying after a while. But I think I went Fast and Furious on this one just because there are really, you know. As they've gone along and they've gotten more absurd, they've also gotten better at just being big popcorn like summer blockbuster movies, and yeah. they're they're really entertaining. If you're if you're scrolling through the channels not knowing what to watch, and Fast Five or Fast Six or Fast Seven's on, it's like I'm gonna check this out. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and watch oh, yeah. for a little while. Like they're, they're really they're gonna entertain you. I yeah. think they'll entertain you much better than a Rambo would. A Rambo was yeah. gonna be more of a 
Especially the first Rambo. The, the first Rambo is like a real slow burn for a while, yep. and it's like slower pacing. And those ones do the same thing. They're they're just as guilty as Fast and Furious of getting more and more absurd as they go along. Because now it's it went from Rambo being like a very grounded sort of dealing with a soldier going through PTSD to now he's just straight up slaughtering like an entire Vietnamese army by himself. Right. So those definitely get very absurd as well. But I don't know. I, I, I went with Fast and Furious on this one. It was kind of a tough decision. Not the toughest that I ran into on this round two matchups we have. But, yeah, that was my decision on that one, Fast and Furious. So that brings us to our next matchup, which we both had Jason Bourne versus Planet of the Apes. So this is a 3-6, uh, Planet of the Apes being the 3, Jason Bourne being 6. I did go with Jason Bourne. Um, I just think... When you, re- I, I get the movie franchise is literally this guy's name, but it built a character that, you know, it, it, he's just he's an iconic movie character. When it, he's like James Bond, yeah, I mean, hands just down. just an iconic name that, you know, Planet of the Apes doesn't really have that iconic character because it started so early and they've kind of just caught back up to doing the movies again. They're good movies, but I think Jason Bourne just builds a character that you. You want to just be like, yeah, like, fuck yeah. Here yeah, we go. It's, and, it's, it's to that point where you see Matt Damon, you're like, hey, that's Jason Bourne. Yeah. It's not like you see Daniel Craig or Sean Connery or something. You're like, that's James Bond. You right. Know? Like, it's become that synonymous with the actor, that character. And, yeah, I, w- I went with Jason Bourne on this one. I'm just more familiar with the Jason Bourne movies than I am the Planet of the Apes movies. The newest Planet of the Apes trilogy is super dope. I really like those movies. Especially, I think the second one is my favorite. I think it's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. The names are always confusing to me. They, they kind of named them strange names. But the new trilogy is actually the only ones I've seen. I think I may have seen the one with Mark Wahlberg in it, but I vaguely, vaguely remember it. But I have more exposure to Jason Bourne. I've seen all of those. I remember them all pretty well. They're just really good spy movies. And like you said, just an iconic character. I mean, he's right up there with James Bond. So... I went with Jason Bourne on that one. That's not really an upset, a six over a three, um, but that's what I went with. Um, unless you have any other thoughts to add, we can move on to the no, other matchup. No, no, yeah. I think our last matchup in the West, I would say it's a pretty easy one, Die Hard and Transformers. Um, I'm only saying it's easy because of the, the original three Transformers are just so good. The, the cinematic value to them, I believe – the storylines in all of them, they just flow so well. It's just, I don't think Die Hard can really beat it. You have a, just a regular NYPD officer, and then you have, you know, a robot world that's coming. And I just think that Transformers easily wins that, in my opinion. Yeah, I went with Transformers on this one. I, I agree. Transformers over Die Hard. I, I think the, the very original Die Hard is a really good movie, very entertaining. It's got a couple of good sequels, but some of the later later installments, the, mo- the more recent ones, are just not very good. And Transformers, like you said, the original three are hands down my favorite. And, and in that one, um, interestingly enough, the third one in the trilogy is my absolute favorite, the Dark of the Moon one, where they have that big battle I, in Chicago. I it's love it's that my one favorite too. one. It's excellent. And Transformers was one of those weird things where when it was coming out, that first one came out when we were in high school. And I remember people talking about Transformers coming out as this live-action movie. And I'm like, they, they made a Transformers movie? I'm like, that's going to be dumb. I, I was very, very skeptical going in. And we went and saw it, and I was blown away. I was like, this is really good. It's, yeah. a, it's a very good, well-put-together, super entertaining, action-packed blockbuster movie. And that whole original trilogy with Shia LaBeouf is like that. I think the newer ones, we kind of covered those a little bit. The ones they made with Mark Wahlberg are getting a little strange. In fact, it's just weird. I haven't seen so since we did our last episode. So I've seen in full the fourth one. So the first one they made with Mark Wahlberg, but I have not seen the fifth one, which is the second one that Mark Wahlberg was in. But it was on TV the other day. I think it's called The Last Night. I don't yeah. know if you've seen that one. Um, it was on TV just the other day, and I was watching part of it. And it just reminded me why I kind of gave up on that franchise. I was so lost. It, it's so strange. Like, he's somehow now... Like, I came in midway through the movie, so mm-hmm. I was totally lost on plot. But you would think, having seen all of the other 
films up until that point, I would be able to follow the story, but it's all over the place, man. Yeah. Like there's some sort of a robot butler to some like Anthony Hopkins, the guy from like Silence of the Lambs, who plays Hannibal Lecter, plays like some sort of a British dude who's some somehow involved in the Transformer thing, but it goes all the way back to like ancient times with like King Arthur and all this stuff, and he has like this robot butler. And Mark Wahlberg's character is a human, but he's also like part robot. He's got like a metal arm underneath his skin. I was really, really confused. And there's like some sort of a task force going around, like eliminating Transformers and stuff, like the Autobots. It's just, they got weird. Like they got really weird. So all that being said, I still picked that to beat Die Hard. But I think in the the next round, I'm not going to get to that yet and say my decision. But I think I'm... I'm leaning heavily one way on the Jason Bourne versus <laughs> Transformers matchup. So clearly, Transformers got that one for you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was it for the East and the West. So now moving up to the South, we have, and this is another one where we diverged a little bit on our matchups. Obviously, we both had Harry Potter advancing. Obviously, we, your your thoughts on Harry Potter are well documented. You had. King Kong advancing. I had the Conjuring Universe advancing from round one. So currently my round two matchup looks like Harry Potter and the Conjuring Universe. And I went Harry Potter on this one. I'm not going to overthink it. I think my thoughts on the Conjuring are pretty much the same as Insidious. The first two installments are terrifying, really good. Two of my favorite horror movies ever, but it's not going to beat Harry Potter. I mean, how many... Is there eight Harry Potter movies? Well, there's, I so guess there's we have the Harry seven. Potter series plus Fantastic Beasts now, right? So right. What does that make it? Like nine or so something? So there would be ten total movies, but seven was split into part one and That's part right. That's two. right. So okay. if you wanted to count, you know, because it's seven years. Seven so years, but eight movies for the original. Seven years, yeah. but eight movies for the original series. Yeah, and, they've and now you got two the of the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. I think Harry Potter is just a way stronger franchise. I, I think I have not seen all of the spinoffs. It's kind of tough because The Conjuring, it really is a universe, not a series. Like, they're not all direct sequels. I think they are making a Conjuring 3, but all of the Conjuring universe movies are Annabelle, The Nun. I think The Curse of La Llorona, which just came out a couple years ago, yeah, is considered so. in that. I haven't seen that yet, but Harry Potter just as a series, is just way stronger. I don't think The Conjuring can really compete with that with just two movies. I mean, the two movies, Conjuring 1 and 2, I think are very strong, but that's the only two I think that are really that good. Harry Potter's got multiple installments out of right. a 10 you, you movie series really that are really good. You can't really say one of you know? The, you know, the eight movies and just Harry Potter are bad. Yeah. And... Because really none, of, none of them that they made it. are bad. You know, None of them had right. bad ratings. They're just like, well... This one's decent. It's not as good as this one, but it's right. still a good movie. You when, and you have to think, too, Harry Potter was the books made those. Yeah. And when you look at the book compared to the movie, those movies, they average, you know, they're about two and a half hours for almost every movie. Yeah. If they, you know, just like Lord of the Rings, if Lord of the Rings went with what was in the book, that movie would, that each of them would probably be five, six hour movies. Yeah, you could probably easily on those make entire TV shows like Game oh, of yeah. Thrones did. Yeah, and have plenty and, of material. And you could do it, but you know, you don't want to bore an audience with a six hour movie. Yeah. Although, if Harry Potter made six hour movies to cover the whole books, <laughs> I would watch we know all you'd be six watching. hours every day. But yeah, so uh, I did go Harry Potter versus King Kong, and easiest choice of my life King Kong. <laughs> Psych. Will not be moving on. <laughs> Harry Potter will be moving on. Um, okay, so Harry Potter's moving on there. We have moving on to our next our next matchup in the South in round two. We have Indiana Jones versus Shrek. Now, nothing against Shrek, but I just don't think it has the juice to hang with Indiana Jones. I think Indiana Jones is one of the all time greatest franchises, and I think that's a pretty easy decision. Yeah, I have to agree. I think. If you took the best Shrek, which in my opinion is the original, versus the best Indiana Jones, we could make an argument. Yeah, if it was just like one movie versus but, one movie in the other franchise. But Shrek's one of those franchises that they made, you know, two good movies. The third one wasn't terrible, and then it just kind of just they're like, we right. just people love this. So now we're it's like we're just shit continuing and, to make them. Yeah, and you know, Indiana Jones, I get they're coming out with a new one, and the Crystal Skull wasn't the the greatest. 
but it wasn't a terrible. It's movie. not bad. And you know, so I gave Indiana Jones the nod as well. I think yeah, it just has so much more behind it than Shrek does to to push it through the next round. And as we learned from my trivia in the last episode, Indiana Jones as a franchise has seven total Oscar wins. And I don't Shrek think Shrek have has any. any. So there you go. But that brings us to our next matchup, which we also had uh, a little discrepancy here. So in the first round, I had Lethal Weapon beat Godzilla. I believe Zach had the same. But then I had Underworld upsetting Star Trek. Which, to me, is a big upset. And if you go by our seeds, that is also, this a, is big also a big upset. <laughs> it's a Florida Gulf Coast upset. Yeah. But I did go with Lethal Weapon beating Underworld. Um, Lethal Weapon's got just some iconic actors in it. And it's just... They're just movies that I don't get tired of. You can sit there and, and they're funny. You know, they got... I like the stories behind them. And they just, they just flow. You know, it's just... It's good entertainment. Whereas The Underworld, it's a great series and all, but... It, it's kind of can get a little boring. Yeah. See, the Underworld beating Star Trek was a shock to me. I think... Having only, like, like, as I kind of covered in our last episode, my experience and my exposure with Star Trek is not the same as it is with Star Wars, where I've seen all of those movies a bunch of times. I know everything about the story. I know everything that's going to happen. I'm not like that with Star Trek. I've, I really like the new movies they've made with Chris Pine, uh, the J.J. Abrams movies. But, you know, Underworld versus Star Trek, to me, seemed like a pretty obvious choice. So I had Star Trek moving on against Lethal Weapon, and then... In round two, Star Trek versus Lethal Weapon, again, seems like an obvious choice to me. It's Star Trek. Like, I like the Lethal Weapon movies, but they all kind of blend together into one movie for me now. And yeah. I'm a big sci-fi fan, so I'd, I'd rather sit down and watch entertaining sci-fi than I would a buddy cop like drama and it's movie, an older you know? it's an older series too we didn't yeah. necessarily grow up with it exactly yeah it was a little you bit know. before our time so it was one of those things where had those come out maybe when i was like a teenager or right. my age now you know like mid to late 20s i would have been a lot bigger of a fan of lethal weapon but i'm just more i gravitate more towards sci-fi and i really think the star trek movies are really great and, and very entertaining so i went with star trek on that one um over lethal weapon but you had, uh, what was yours again? You went Lethal Weapon all went, the way moving went, into the Sweet 16. I right? went Lethal Weapon over Underworld, yep. Wow. All right. And Lethal Weapon is a six seed. Okay. Yeah, so not too bad. Yeah, all right. A lot of six seeds make it to the Sweet 16. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's a fair point. Okay, moving on to our next matchup. Um, we did not have a discrepancy here. Our round two matchup is the exact same here in the South. We had DC Universe versus the James Bond franchise. Now... I think it's James Bond, hands down, on this one. To me, like, these were two slam dunks. Um, so my Sweet, sweet 16 matchup is going to end up being Star Trek versus James Bond, which is a, a, a different discussion. But the DC Universe movies, we covered a lot of the faults of that franchise in our last episode. I, I think they just... The main issue for me is they just rushed it and tried to catch up yeah. to Marvel when they just stood no chance of catching up to Marvel. So they should have just taken their time. They should have taken their time and, and the done up. their own thing. Yeah. And I think had they done that, they would have achieved, you know, a much higher level of not yeah. only success, but of a following. I get there's hardcore DC versus Marvel. But like you said, DC just seemed like they had to try and rush to stay with Marvel, and Marvel was. You know, they were 20 floors ahead, not 20 steps ahead. They were 20 floors ahead. Yeah, there was no on, catch on Marvel. what was going on. And I, I just, it's really disappointing, too, because I think the DC universe could have been massive. It really yeah. could have been a Marvel esque universe they built that was just dominating the box office. They're all critically acclaimed, you know, but they just, they screwed the pooch so hard yeah. that it's really got a, a I mean, so who did it? It took out Twilight in round one, which I think is fair, at least from my perspective. There might be some Twilight fans out there who are upset about that, but it, it easily wins over Twilight. It easily loses to James Bond. Easily, like easily. I, I mean, don't think the, we can. I think we can both agree James Bond will, you know, like we said with Jason Bourne. It's just so iconic, and it's been you know the people that play him. You have to be an iconic person to play. You're not going to yeah. come in and be a no name. Yeah. And it plays James Bond. And it's one of those things where every time, you know, 
Daniel Craig is coming back for the No Time to Die movie, but he originally like wasn't going to come back after Spectre, and it was this whole, not even national, but international discussion over who's the next actor right. to play James Bond. It's this big deal, you know, and any A-list actor in Hollywood is clamoring for that role to become the next James Bond, and it's been going on for decades, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not even close to me, James Bond, on that well, one. And um, didn't Craig sign like a three movie 50 million dollar contract or something to be james bond um like, not with his latest one I, I think he though? just agreed to come back for the last one but he's getting paid an insane amount of money we could look it up and find out yeah, how much it is it's like hundreds of millions i'm sure it's ridiculous so he's making bank and this is going to be like his fifth one now i think or maybe even he started sixth one he started with casino royale right yeah which is which is really great good. i love that movie dude the daniel craig james bond movies are really good. Yeah. I like and Skyfall is my personal favorite. I think Skyfall I think is Skyfall. amazing. You should you should definitely check it out. It's it's really great. And the we, we should get uh we should get Chris on here sometime to just do a whole James Bond episode, just break down like all his favorites, who his favorite Bond is. All that, that might stuff. be the longest episode in just browsing <laughs> history. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think James Bond is just a really classic, super great franchise and yeah, I, that's a pretty slam dunk to pretty see. easy one. Yeah. yeah. It'll allow us to move into our final part of the bracket, the Midwest region. And we did have a discrepancy. At, this was our last discrepancy, actually, yeah. of the entire bracket. We did pretty good in the round one. We didn't disagree right. too many times. So we both had The Lord of the Rings beating Scary Movie for obvious reasons. Yeah. And then I had Despicable Me beating Transporter. Now, with that being said, I have Lord of the Rings beating Despicable Me. Despicable Me is great. I love those movies. They're fantastic. I wish I, we grew up with those. So it didn't seem so much like I'm a child when I want to watch Despicable <laughs> Me. Yeah. But Lord of the Rings is just so iconic. I mean, the the lack of CGI in the original three movies compared to The Hobbit, it's just, you're like, well, like, you know, these orcs are makeup. Like, holy shit, they did a lot. Yeah. And it the scale of them, it's too. Just it's great, just great, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's funny on this one. We both had the Lord of the Rings moving on. I had Transporter as the matchup. You had Despicable Me as the matchup against uh, Lord of the Rings. In the end, it doesn't matter because we both had Lord of the Rings advancing right. to the Sweet 16, and I think that's a pretty obvious decision. It's obvious that it's a number one seed. This is one of those, you know, you're expecting whoever it may be, North Carolina or Kentucky, if they're coming in as a one seed one year, you're expecting them to go yep. pretty much to the Final Four, if not the finals. And I think with a franchise like Lord of the Rings – slash the hobbit that's gonna blow away any competition really and especially despicable me or transport i don't yeah, think it yeah, matters it doesn't who. matter who that's one of those ones where you know that's the eight nine matchup where in college basketball you're stoked as either of those teams if you win that first round game you're like hey we're advancing to the second round and then you just get smacked by north carolina or something or you're the eight nine that shows up and you push them and then you upset them and then you go get smacked by you know the four or five team or the 12 that decided yeah. to smack five and four and yeah then they smack you and then they go get smacked <laughs> yeah i think there's not as much chaos in our bracket here a lot of these are more obvious and obviously it's not like a sporting event where the outcome is uncertain it's all opinion right it's all opinion there's no based. scoring or anything but this one you know that really is why we sat down and and came up with the seeding on this because the Lord of the Rings is a one seed and Transport Transporter and Despicable Me are definitely like eight and nines, right. you know? I mean, because we could flip-flop all these seeds and have, you know, Lord of the Rings be a 16 and Scary Movie be the one. But just And you'll just have a bunch of 16 seeds in right. the championship. So the seed say, doesn't matter. Yeah, the seeding doesn't really matter as much, but it's if you really were going to sit down and say, okay, who are the top four, like, number one seeds of movie franchises, I think we, we pretty much nailed Oh, we it. nailed it. I'm... So, yeah, so on that one, we both had Lord of the Rings advancing. Matt had his advancing past Despicable Me. I had Lord of the Rings advancing past Transporter, which are really cool movies, but just not going to get it done in this matchup. Not going to get it done. uh, Moving on to the next matchup in the Midwest. This one, I thought when we were looking at this matchup at the end of the last episode, I thought this was going to be really tough. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's a little more obvious. It's simplified. It's Predator versus Terminator, and Matt and I had the both. We both had this matchup going into round two. Two Arnold Schwarzenegger-led franchises, although with Predator, he was only in the first one. But I think it's Terminator here. Uh, yeah. And I think Terminator, it's funny. I listened to an entire podcast recently about how 
the last three movies that they've released have all been trying to be, or the last four movies they've all released have all been trying to be the best number three in the Terminator like story. Right, they're all they're all fighting. trying to be number three, and they keep rewriting the story and undoing stuff and playing with time travel and stuff. The first two are some of the best sci-fi slash action movies you're ever going to see. Terminator 2, like I said, is one of the all-time greatest sequels ever made. And really, the bad Terminator movies are still pretty good. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're... It, they're entertaining. It's, 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 it's tough because if, if you make a bad movie in the Terminator franchise, it sucks because you're going to be compared to Terminator 2 and right. Terminator 1, which are two really amazing movies. So... If you may, you know, if it was a, a franchise that didn't have some just outstandingly good movie in it, if you made number five and it was just all right, everyone would be like, well, nice try. Like, that was a good movie. Right. Cool. Whatever. Great entertainment value. But yeah. It. But if it comes out in a series like Terminator and everyone's seen Terminator 2 and knows what the well, bar is, like, better where the than bar Terminator is. 2? And everyone's like, no. I was like, all right. Well, yeah. Come it, out with exactly. another one. Exactly. No one fucking cares. They're just like, hey, was it better than Terminator 2? And you're like, well, if I'm being honest, no. And you're like, okay, well, get out of here with that shit. You know? <laughs> Bring like, on the next one. We'll wait. I'll <laughs> try wait. again. Yeah. Try again. So I think um, I went with Terminator on this one. I really like Predator. The first one, it's funny. This is kind of like I mentioned last time. Both of these franchises, I think the first installments. I can't remember which one I saw, but one of these, either Predator 1 or Terminator 1, was the first R-rated movie I ever saw. So, like, I will remember these franchises forever. And yeah. the first one is just super dope. Just Arnold running around in the jungle, like, smearing mud all over himself to try and hide from the Predator and, like, building all these traps and stuff. And he's the last one surviving. It's awesome. And they've gotten... I mean, they've made a bunch of kind of lackluster sequels. Yeah, 100%. but. They're, the the whole idea of the Predator is dope and it's iconic. Talk about it like an iconic character from a movie. Oh yeah. But I think this one's Terminator. I, I agreed. I mean, that's a four versus five. That's actually a pretty good. That's a that's, that's a, a, that's a it's a hard matchup. And now we're getting into those. You know, are the Sweet Sixteen is going to be? Well, I'm a huge fan of both, but you know, I got to give the edge to this yeah. one. But, but it's one the, of those ones where, same like like you said. I'm a giant fan of both these franchises, but with a lot of these, you got to sit there for a second and go, I got to be honest with myself here, like, and go, which one's, which one's really bad? Right. You if, know, it's, if, it's Terminator. If you're at that point where you, you got to, you know, think about it, the best way, like, in my opinion, I'm going to go about it is if I have all of the movies for both franchises in front of me, Yeah. what movie, doesn't matter the order, what movie am I going to grab? And I'm going to grab a... You know, I'm going to grab a Terminator movie, which means I'm going to have to go with Terminator. Yeah. And, you know, Predator's great, but yeah, I just, I don't think you can beat Terminator right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I don't think, that's an unfortunate matchup for Predator, because I think had it matched up against, so it could have matched up against Poltergeist from round one, which I think I'd take Predator over Poltergeist. Yeah. But not over Terminator. You know, it's got to be Terminator there. So... I think we both agree there. So we both had Terminator advancing to the Sweet 16. So um, down to our second to last matchup in round two in the Midwest, we have the Rocky franchises, Rocky franchise, sorry, versus Jurassic Park. So I actually was going, right before we started recording, I was going through and filling out my answers. And I left this one blank. I'm still kind of undecided on this. I need you to pitch me either way here. Sell right. me on this decision. One While you're undecided on this. I'm a huge Rocky fan. Jurassic Park's great. I did go with Rocky. You got an underdog. Think, think back to the original Rocky. This guy is a nobody. Apollo Creed goes, just give me anybody. You know, give some random guy a chance. He's getting his ass kicked. I mean, in true boxing, he should have never been allowed to continue to fight. He, he yeah. should have been down and out for the count. Rocky Balboa is not a big fan of... Uh Rocky Balboa is the using, definition of CT. Using defense other than just his head. He just yeah. kind of like leads forward, charges with his head, and just gets punched in the he face. He just goes, It <laughs> just keeps going. But, I mean, think about it. Rocky is he's an underdog in every fight he goes into. Yeah, he wins, and he becomes a champion. And, you know, he, to me, he's more of a people champion. He's the people's champ, for you know, sure. Yeah. He, he comes from nothing. He goes to everything. From the rough streets of Philadelphia. Right. To, you know, he trained by fighting in a meat locker. 
or you know yeah. that's how he trained he trained on punching the meat in the meat locker this guy just becomes so iconic that he then goes and I get it's a movie and it wouldn't have probably happened in real life he then goes and avenges his friend who was killed in a boxing match which then turns into a political boxing match when he beats a Russian on Russian soil and then you get the movie. Russians to stand up and clap for you in the middle of the Cold War Rocky Four. I mean, is there a more American movie out there? Mm, I mean, there's yeah, we'll get into that later. <laughs> be hard to find. I mean, that's but, an, that's that movie is America's fuck. But then you got like Miracle that comes in as America's fuck. Where oh, that's we're, true. we're like a that's bunch true. of college kids and we come beat the best team ever. That's true. But yeah, Rocky, we'll save that for another. One. Rocky Four is my favorite out of the. Well, yeah, okay, it's my favorite out of the Rocky franchise. Because you also got to consider the Creed movies. Which do you like the Creed? movies? I like the Creed movies. Yeah. I think. I'm My a biggest big issue fan of is Creed movies. they just follow the Rocky storyline. Yeah. Which to me is like, all right, you guys could have deviated a little bit off the path. Yeah. And not, you know, you could have just, just a little bit, but they kind of just followed the same path. Same. There's a formula. For but it's, sure. it's, it's a great, you know, they're great movies. I do have to say, think about this. Stallone took a punch. And almost died in the filming of Rocky IV. From Dolph Lundgren? From Who's Dolph like Lundgren. an actual martial artist. Right. I think. He's, yeah. he's one, and he's got and like huge. a PhD and like a doctorate. And Very interesting dude, he, Dolph Lundgren. But Sylvester Stallone goes, I want you to punch me as hard as you can. And I think he was in the hospital for I remember hearing a couple days, yeah. if not a full week. Think about that. That dude goes, yeah, hit me so I know what it feels like to get hit by you. He literally risked his life to film these movies. No one in Jurassic Park did that. <laughs> I think the longer I've been sitting here thinking about it, I'm going to go Rocky. Because I think Rocky, we're talking about iconic movie characters like Jason Bourne and James Bond. Rocky Balboa is one of the all-time iconic movie characters the training montages throughout well, all these movies. And don't are tell me when you, shit. when you weren't a little kid and you saw that and he gets to the top of the steps, you don't throw your hands yeah, up when you, dude, you run to the top of the absolutely. steps. Absolutely. And the Eye of the Tiger yep. song is now literally synonymous with those movies. And I think on these, the original Rocky series is amazing. And the fourth one is my favorite, the one where he fights uh, Ivan Drago. Yep. But. The Creed movies are also considered part of the Rocky franchise, and I'm a huge fan of the Creed movies. I think they're really, really good. I think I, I think they're great. That too. puts it over the edge of Jurassic Park because Jurassic Park. I think the first one is hands down the best. Yeah. I think the first two are really good. The third one, not as good, but still pretty entertaining. But I think the Jurassic World sequels have just been a little bit underwhelming. I think the first Jurassic World was pretty good. The, the one after that, Fallen Kingdom, got kind of strange. I, the storytelling was a little bizarre in that yeah. movie. And I think it, when you encapsulate Creed into Rocky, to me that tips Rocky over the edge in this matchup. Well, this is real, I say that it's a, this is a very this tough is a, decision for me yeah. because I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan. I love the Jurassic well, Park movies. But with Jurassic Park 2, it kind of follows the same thing as Rocky. They kind of follow the same exact storyline, you know. The first, uh, the, the first new one goes, and you discover all of the old buildings on the same island. Yeah, and it's yeah. just more of an we've up, done that before. It's just more yeah. of an updated island. Yeah, and that, that's about it. Sure, there's some new dinosaurs. It's like now it's and, Jurassic Park, but with iPads. Right, and there's a little bit, you know, Chris Pratt's training the, yeah. the Velociraptors, and then they crossbreed what a Velociraptor and a T Rex. Yeah, yeah, to be this just murder machine, like. Okay, yeah, they have a little bit of a different storyline, but the first one goes, "There's this, this is the baddest dinosaur to exist." Yeah, you know, and you got to run. Yeah, you know, and good it's luck. and it's the whole. I really like the the deeper themes too with Jurassic Park of the whole kind of playing God question of the morality of is it correct for us to do this if we have the science and the technology to really bring these beasts, these monsters back from the dead. And put them in a theme, basically a Disney World theme park. Right, just a zoo. Yeah, just a zoo and a Disney World theme park combined. Should we, you know? And no. The question over and over and over again in that franchise is a resounding no. Right. Absolutely. Something not. bad always happens. Everyone's going to get eaten, or most people are going to get eaten, and the whole island's going to be destroyed. 
and then you're going to come around and just move to a different island and start the whole thing up over again in 10 years right. whenever, when all the lawsuits stop. <laughs> and then it's going to happen again because you didn't learn anything. Yeah, so I, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan. I will always love those movies, but Rocky gets the nod. I think that's a tough six versus three matchup, Rocky at the sixth seed. So Rocky advancing to the Sweet 16 for me and for you. Yeah. So with our last matchup in the Midwest, this is the last matchup of the round of 32, we have, and I don't think we disagreed on this one from round one, it's Halloween versus Pirates of the Caribbean. And I'm not going to overthink this one at all. I'm going Pirates of the Caribbean. 100%. I agree. I mean, I'm not really sure even what I could try and, if I was going to try and pitch Halloween, I don't even know what I would Although I will say, I saw and was reading an article that they're trying to bring in uh, Zac Efron to replace Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow. What? If they do that, I will no longer watch those Pirates movies. I will only watch the Johnny Depp. That's a bold choice. Now, I don't know if that's, if it, you know, is a, a true or just some statement, type of rumor thing. But I saw that and I was, you know, he's the one character you can't replace. You got to think. Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow is the iconic role. You don't go to watch for, you know, Elizabeth Turner and Will Turner, you know. You go to watch for Captain Jack Sparrow and it's, what kind of bullshit he's going to It's just doing. Johnny Depp just chewing up the screen time, just being yeah. like, look at me. Just be, It's an excuse for him to be super weird, too, which I feel like he's just been looking he's for. He's just in his, his natural career. habitat. Yeah, just in his natural habitat. Like, can I just be weird as fuck? Yeah. And that's... And it's and make funny. millions right. of dollars. And yeah, and just get paid bank to make it. And they're really, really good movies. I yeah. mean, I think we, we discussed it last time. The latest one is not very good, but what was that, number five? I think the four prior yeah. to that, I'm a big fan of. All yep. four of them were really good. The Curse of the Black Pearl, the original, is just an excellent it's movie. It's so, so good. good. I mean... So, yeah, I think Pirates of the Caribbean easily takes out Halloween there. I, yep. It's another one of those tough things. Like, I can't pitch much on Halloween because I don't have that much exposure to Halloween. I've seen the original, I've seen the newest one, and I've seen bits and pieces of those random sequels that they made in between those two. They've made a billion of them. I don't know. I just, you know, the Michael Myers thing is really iconic. It's an iconic horror movie franchise. If this was like a horror movie bracket, it might be moving on, but going up against Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, that's a a two seed. I think the two seed's going to just easily roll. I I agree. I think Pirates is just too iconic to... To not, I mean, yeah. How are we doing on time? Do we want to keep advancing to the Sweet Sixteen? I or? think we hold on Sweet Sixteen. Okay. I think we'll do Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight next week. Okay. Um, I like that idea. You know, I think we'll be able to cover. You know, it'll be the pretty much the same amount of teams at that point in time. Yeah. Than we did today. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight. That's when you start getting down to the nitty gritty. Because I'm looking at some of these matchups and I'm like, wow, these are going to be tough. Yeah. If, if we went into Sweet Sixteen right now, it'd probably be another two hours. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Because it took us, you know, we're we're at the 53 minute mark, and uh, this will be our shortest episode yet if we stop yeah. right now. Yeah. But with that being said, go to the Podbean yeah. website, and you know, fill out a bracket, email it back to us, you know, comment on it. Taya, Zach's fiance, finally, uh, <laughs> and her coworkers at what is it the. Craig Hospital. Craig Hospital. Yeah, we got quite a few submissions. They, uh, I think we bracket. have about 13 brackets that they filled out. So please feel free to fill out a bracket. Send us yours. We're not going to judge. We will judge you, though. And, uh, you know, at the end, when Zach and I go through everything and announce our champions, you know, we'll, we'll go through a lot of these brackets and, you know, see how many people had what and maybe pick an oddball out and, you know, there's, ho- there's hope a, they don't listen. But, I, you know, I, I skimmed through these results that she handed in from her coworkers. And I have to say, there's a couple that I'm going to need to spend some time on and, and go over those. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and so, uh, so if you didn't hear that, Zach is pounding his, his drink bottle and, uh, Oh, my, is that what I was doing? Yeah. And my five month old puppy decided that she, uh, has to be tough and try and protect the household. <laughs> All right. Well, I won't do that next when time. Nothing is happening. So she, uh, she's yeah. barking at nothing. Yeah. But no, no. What she was barking at is these ridiculous choices on some of right. these brackets, yeah, yeah. which is what I was trying to I say. I mean, this first one though, There's, I will say, is a Harry Potter. So you're obviously on the top of my list if I ever meet you. 
I mean, I will say this is not really a spoiler alert because I think most people looking at this bracket would would kind of think this way. But a lot of our submissions we have for champions, you see a lot of Star Wars, you see a lot of Marvel, yep. and there's definitely several Harry Potters in there, which does not surprise me. But in then, the least. You but know, there are a couple the of second bracket. I really see we crazy. have a national lampoon. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So we'll we'll go over when we get down to the finals and our final matchup and and Matt and I's decision of who the greatest movie franchise is of all time out of these 64 we'll we'll go over some of these submissions and if you guys want to go online um fill these out submit them to us um we'll definitely go over your results as well and maybe pick and we'll we'll go over probably some of the most common champions we have some of the crazier ones i definitely want to spend some time on the crazier ones because there's definitely a couple we can dissect their championship route yeah yeah to just talk about exactly like how this 16 seed has made it all the way here so We'll definitely go over a lot of that, but yeah, um, I guess we're just spending a couple minutes here at the end just plugging our, our stuff. We might as well. I mean, yeah, yeah go, go fill them out, you know, leave a comment, leave a like on the, you know, this episode. Tell us if you agree or disagree with either Zach or I. I mean, you might disagree with both. We only, we had two different uh, picks today. I went with the mummy and lethal weapon, and Zach did not go with either of those, so nobody cares about his opinion. Um, but yeah, you know, just... Comment on it. Go on the YouTube if you need to. We are on iTunes. Yeah, that's the big thing is we're officially on iTunes now. So yep. what do we have? Podbean. We got YouTube. We're Podbean, on iTunes. YouTube, iTunes. We're, we're working to get onto Google. I think it's Google Podcast or like Google Cast. Yeah. And then I believe after next week episode, we're going to submit to try and get on Spotify. Yeah. Um, you know, that way we give all of you beautiful listeners another avenue to access this. Yep. Or to spread the word. Um, we are on Facebook. If you want to look at just browsing, you know, go like the page. We're going to be posting every episode link on there to the Podbean. Um, we have the YouTube link up there, I believe, and the iTunes link up there, I believe. So, you know, feel free to go on there, too. Drop some comments. You know, leave a like. You know, tell us stuff you'd like to hear in another episode. I think we're going to finish this movie bracket out in the next two. And then, you know maybe jump into the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they'll be, they'll probably be rolling in the next two weeks easily. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're supposed to start like right after my birthday here. Yeah. In a little bit. So, um, yeah, you can, you can leave Zach a happy birthday as it, he's turning 42 <laughs> on uh, Saturday. So yeah, definitely 26 going on 42, but yeah, we're, we're going to, once we finish up the movie franchise bracket, we're going to start to start getting into some different topics. So definitely leave some, comments some suggestions of what you'd like to hear us talk about um you know the the title of the podcast is just browsing so we were planning on just browsing through the topics but it just so happens that these first few episodes have been very movie centric which is fine with me i can talk yeah, movies no. for a long time well so. i think it's great because we did this we, we filled out this bracket it had to have been you know why we didn't put men in black in is because we filled this out probably four years ago that's true and so by then they hadn't had the international movie hadn't yet, been yeah. made and same with Jumanji. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's so true. We, when we posted this on Reddit, and I don't even think one person viewed it on yeah. Reddit. Yeah. And it so was not, it I was think not we the want best to talk about to it go. because yeah. we were interested in, to see like what other people yeah. thought about it. And, you know, I think there's a lot of movie buffs amongst our friends and family and, you know their friends and family that Absolutely. we could get enough feedback to kind of, you know, build this out into like a true thing. And so I, I like it. I mean, I think, you know, you, you guys, the listeners will just have to let us know how it's going and yeah, what you'd want to see. We'll, we can keep doing brackets. Yeah. We can definitely do more brackets. That'll be fun. I think, you know, we'll fill out uh, an NBA playoff bracket and, you know, Zach and I can go through our choices there. You know, I definitely want to get into the NBA playoffs, especially with the whole new, bubble atmosphere and all yep. that kind of stuff that'll be very interesting to kind of dive into so but but yeah you know leave your comments leave your likes uh i will say this for both zach and i we do want to avoid politics this is supposed to be a fun happy you know come shoot the shit with one of your best friends podcast uh we want you guys to enjoy listening and not sit here and go well, i disagree with everything you say i hate you you know so let's keep it light let's keep it you know in a positive atmosphere and you know i look forward to next week's you know sweet 16 and the 
the Elite Eight. I think uh, we'll cover both of those next week, and then uh, the following week we'll be into our Final Four and our championship matchup, which you know will lead into That'll be to seeing all of your brackets and yeah, either making fun of your bracket or you know agreeing with it and trying to become best friends. And you can hear Matt and I just argue repeatedly over. Harry Potter versus Star It'll Wars. It'll be an ultimate Which we all know argument. that's what it's, what it's boiling down to. It, it, okay, so. it might not necessarily be an argument because I don't think we're going to change either either of our minds on no. it. It's going to be more of a... And we really do. A backing us, of our, our opinion. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously agree yeah. with each other because I don't think we can disagree that either are better because it's an opinionated yeah you know, well, topic, that, that's but, what i was going to say too is neither of us it's not like you hate star wars and i hate right. harry potter i love harry potter but i, I just don't, I don't to, have to sell you to right. be like dude yeah. you gotta like, watch I love it. it i'm about to reread the books i love harry potter yeah, i need so, to reread the books but you know but like it's just one of those reading. things that <laughs> stay dumb forever <laughs> it's one of those things that you know i just happen to like star wars more so it's it's obviously you know as we said when we first started this last episode this is all opinion based we just want to have fun with it we yep. thought it'd be fun to just throw 64 movie franchises into a bracket and just whittle them down because there's really no way with this kind of stuff to really determine the number one unless you just throw them into a bracket that's why i love right. march madness it's like you can't claim you're the national champion unless you win a 64 team bracket you know you just you got to fight your way through you got to win every matchup right and that's and, the best way to do it you know and this is obviously an opinionated bracket but you can go see you know we the goal here is to try and put you into tough decisions to where you do get to you know, Star Wars versus Harry Potter, and you go, oh, shit, these are my two favorite. Now I got to truly pick out which one I'm going to watch. And, you know, hopefully you guys can get through it. Hopefully you guys can, you know, give us some feedback, get us these brackets. And, you know, after we we have already told you our champions, but after we dig into why, we'll, you know, we'll go through your brackets and we'll, you know, give you guys some shout-outs. So. Yeah. I think with that, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to cover? No, I think we we're good. Uh, you know, just leave a like, leave a comment, and you know, stay blessed and have a good day. Thanks for tuning in, guys.